Hashem over here. It's a lovely, lovely, beautiful Monday morning. And a uh, lovely morning to begin a brand new week of our Der Hashem week, which begins on Monday. And we are in a brand new parak. We are in Perak Gimel. Chelik Aleph, Perak Gimel, Bais Aleph. So that means we are Aleph Gimel Aleph this morning. And here we go, Perak Gimel is going to continue directly from Perak Beis, which continues directly from Perak Aleph, and this is Perak Gimel Biminha Anushi. On the topic of man. <clears throat> we were going to, within which we discuss the concept and the topic of man and humanity. So we continue from Perak Aleph, which was defining Hashem, to Perak Beis, which is using that to understand and establish the point of creation. We go from Hashem to creation to Mankind. Aleph. Kvar Zacharnu, <coughs> we have already mentioned. We have already explained and established that man is the entity which has been created for dveikas with Hashem, for oneness with Hashem, to be close to Hashem, to be like Hashem, to be able to benefit from that closeness and that similarity. And man is that entity which is poised, balanced, exactly in between shleimus, perfection, and chesroinus, to be flawed and lacking. And man is given the ability to achieve, acquire, and attain perfection on his own. Period. Now, we just notice immediately, again, Heather Amchal is continuing in the same vein, the same approach, and in the same kind of spin that the entire Sefer has been built off of so far, which is that this is a Sefer about Hashem. The sugya that we're developing over here is the sugya of, 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 of Akash Baruch Hu. And the topic is the topic of God, Derech Hashem. We're understanding all of reality, but through the perspective of what the Rebbein Shalom is and, 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 is, and what we, and we see that all of creation can be understood as an extension and a direct, a direct product and and result of defining Hashem. <clears throat> and, and such an interesting way of defining man. What do we see over here? Man is can be defined as that which needs to exist in order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be mashlim. In order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be mative. In order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be mashlim. Okay, so you need to have man. Which is very interesting because it's like incidental. It's... It's, 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 as we you know, it's, it's almost like a, a grada, the, our existence. All of us, what we're here for, what, what we're all about, is there because of what Hashem is. But uh, that's essentially everything that we've been seeing till now. Again, look at it. Look, look, look what he says. Man is that entity. We are that entity that has been created for Dveikos, for Shlemus. Not that... Our existence is taken for granted, and we're here. And let's ask a very big question. What's the point of my existence? Now, the point of my existence is Le'or Ba'orachayim is Lehis Anigal Hashem. The point of existence is Anigal Hashem. No, he doesn't say that. Bechlal. He's saying the other way around. Fakert. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Shalem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to be Mashlim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Toiv. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to be Meitiv. We have to find something to be Meitiv to. We have to find something to be Mashlim. Oh, so... Have to create man in order for Hakadosh Baruch Hu as a shalom to be mashlim, in order for Hakadosh Baruch Hu as a type to be made. No, okay, so let's make man. Let us make man. 
We're here because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to be mashlim. Has deigned it appropriate to be mashlim. So, okay, Mamela, we're here. As opposed to Mesilas Yisharim, which takes a completely different approach to all of this. You read Mesilas Yisharim, again, it sounds like the focal point of creation is man. And Chayvas Adam Ba'ilamai, What's the Yisoyed Chassid Shoresh of Avoida Tamimos for us to, to, to um, have Dveikus HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to, to, to be one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That's the Yisoyed of Chassid Shoresh of Avoida. That's the Messiah Sesharim, where we're starting from our perspective. We are the Koiveya, and when we, when we start from our perspective, yes, the point of our existence, the point of our creation is to be Miss Anig Al Hashem. Here, it's Fakir. And, and we really saw this also, let's speak this out, but let's speak it out now, towards the end of, 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 of the last parak, we saw the Ramchal is explaining to us the um, concept of, of Hashem's presence and Hashem's absence. When Hashem is seen visible and apparent in Hashem, there's a header, an absence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and he explained why does life require there to be an absence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Again, because Shleimus really requires that. For Hashem to be mashlim, there has to be situations where Hashem is visible and apparent in situations in which Hashem is absent. And that's how Hashem is mashlim, because if Hashem would be here all the time, then, then Hashem was mashlim on the Bria. We'll have more of that this morning. Uh, we'll see that. Ram is going to make a recap of that. But the concept of the Hedor, <clears throat> of Hashem's absence, which is one of the big questions in life, which always needs to be explained everywhere, how can there be, you know, if God is so good and loving and all-loving and all-good and all-powerful and all-loving in an all-powerful way, how can there be situations where God is absent? How can you have, how can you have holocausts? How can you have crusades and pogroms? How can you have any of these things? So that's a question that, that always has to be explained and, and understood had or the absence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Ramchal simply very casually said in the last parak, Hedar is there in order for there to be something, uh, in order for Hashem to be mashlim in a meaningful way. For Hashem to be mashlim. For Hashem to be mashlim, there has to be a, 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 an environment in which the Adam can become the Baal HaShlemus. Okay, so for him to be the Baal HaShlemus, I have to sometimes be present, sometimes be absent. In the again, there's a, a very different take on the concept of Hedar. Which that is one of the big issues in Amuna that, all, that, that, that the Ramchal in his various works gets down into the, you know, it gets down into the uh, thick of things to explain to us the absence of God. But Mesir Sharm, it's, it's a different approach. There, the absence of God is there to make Bechira meaningful. The focus is on man. The, the, the Merkaz. The the, the the center of the, the focus is man's bechira. That's that that's the koyveya. That's the 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 establishing uh, concept that is there to guide the whole sefer. Here, of course, bechira comes in, and it's going to come in this morning again. But it comes in after we've already established Hashem is a toiv and wants to be made of Hashem is a shalim and wants to be mashlim. We mentioned the Ramchal has a third major sefer that also goes through all of the concepts, the precepts. And the the ins and outs of all of creation, and that is Das Tunis. There, he also talks about Heder. He talks about the absence of God. How can there be absence 
If God is so loving and giving and all-powerful and all-everything, how can there ever be an absence of God? As soon as he takes a different approach, that's when, as we mentioned, is the sugi of, of the Bria. The sugi of Akash Baruch, the sugi of, of the Gavra, the sugi of the Bria, creation itself. Explaining creation from the perspective of creation. And there, there, there he says, there is there, there has to be absence of God to make the presence of God meaningful, to make the presence meaningful. Hashem's, the world is here for Hashem to be present in the world. The world is waiting for Hashem to reveal himself to the world. Revelation is only relevant, only meaningful, only means something if there can be a concealment. There can be an absence, then a presence is meaningful. If someone can be concealed, then them being revealed is meaningful. A third approach in Heder, in, in, in Hester Panim. Here, Hester Panim is to allow Hashem to be Mashlam. And here, man is here to allow Hashem to be Mashlam. We're here so Hashem can be Mashlam us. Crazy way of looking at things. But that's what the Ramchal just said. We, Greta, happen to be that entity that's here for Hashem to be able to be Mashlam us. But now that we're here, the Messiah Sharm tells us we better do a good job. But there, Hashem is explaining to us a very, very, very organized structure form. Uh, uh, how we're here. Now that we're here, how we function, how we operate. So let's continue. Let's continue as we zoom in to our own spiritual uh, assemblage over here and see exactly what that means, that we are that entity that has been created for us to have the Vegas, for Hashem to be able to mashlim, share his perfection with us. Man has been created to achieve perfection because Hashem is perfect and wants to share his perfection with others. Man is Shalim and Hashem wants to be mashlim. That has to be through man's free will and free choice. If we were forced to choose always the right thing, if we had no choice in the matter, we were set up as automatons, robots, wind up, wind up toys that were forced to always make the right decisions, had no capabilities of making the wrong decisions, where we, we was, we, we was, we, was, was um, wired into us, programmed into us, to always choose Shlemus, then we would not be the Baal Shlemus, we would not be the people that had achieved Shlemus. Again, this is the Ramchal beginning with, with, with reviewing ideas that we saw in the last parak. Hashem wants to share His perfection with us. Hashem is an independent, self-contained source of Shlemus. Hashem wants to share the ultimate Shlemus with us, which is His own Shlemus. Nothing outside of Hashem can be independently Shalim. The only way we can be emulating that to approach being independently Shalim is to have the ability to not be Shalim, and then we choose to be Shalim. An amazing idea. And here we have it again. What? What was that? Mishan Kedem Achedi? Was a robot? Not Shaykh, right? The whole system is going to break down. Good question. We'll have to get to that. We'll have to get there. We'll have to get there. Yeah, we're gonna get to Adamishon Kaidim Achet and He's actually gonna get to that. We'll see what what, what to, to that question then. But we are going to the Ramchal is gonna go through the different tikkuns of the Bria. But uh, as Rabbi is pointing out, L'chayr, it's impossible at this point for us to say on a philosophical, theological, and and uh, cosmic, a cosmic level. Cosmic's always a nice word to throw out there. That Adamishon Kaidim Achet. Didn't have a Yitzhahara? That's what Rebidi means to say. He did what? He didn't have a Yitzhahara? Everyone knows he didn't have a Yitzhahara, right? That was the Nachash. That was the very, the very sneaky, sneaky, tricky Nachash. That was the Yitzhahara that was outside of Adam. No, outside, inside, inside, 
outside. Does Nevi Yitzhahara? He did do the Aver. Oh, that's another problem, right? He never Yitzhahara. How did he do it, right? How did he do it? We didn't have a. We didn't have a. I wouldn't have a chumash this year on Bereshis. Sometimes it works out that we do have it on Bereshis. Sometimes we have opportunities to discuss, but we'll have to bring it out now on Derech Hashem. You have a lot of problems over there. A lot of problems. You think about it, and that's what we're supposed to be, right? We're supposed to be thinking about things. But um, we'll have to see, right? There's a breakdown. If we go with the conventional approach that there's no Yitzhahara yet, and the Yitzhahara is outside, so a if there's no Yitzhahara, so why would he have done it? How did he do it if he didn't have a Yitzhahara? And B what was that all about? And it goes against the whole Sefer. Well, point of creation is to have Bechira. So why exactly did HaKash Baruch make an Adam that didn't have Bechira? It was he... It was... The state where he was compelled to do the right thing? And then what's the point? Yeah. Certainly, these are topics, concepts that we're going to have to get to. Man, before he sinned for the first time, we'll get there. Mir Hashem. But right now we're just speaking on a uh, in a general sense, um, a general take and definition of, of b- the bria of creation of what it's all about, and in a general sense, the Ramchal is telling us that for this to work, we have to have the ability to choose. When we have the ability to choose, I can go the wrong way. I can go to the right way. I can choose to be not like Hashem, like Hashem. I can be mechaser myself. I can make myself flawed and stunted <clears throat> and and um, devoid of Hashem or I can make myself like Hashem and when I make the having the ability to do the right wrong thing and I choose nevertheless to do the right thing I may I was mashling myself if it would be compelled and it would be forced upon me I wouldn't be the Baal Shleim I'm not the owner of that I didn't own that I didn't create that I didn't do that to myself for myself because I would have been forced and compelled from someone else to choose it. Says the Ramchal, if I am forced to make the right decisions and I'm forced to choose perfection, I'm not the true, the true owner or the true source of that shleimus, the true possessor of that shleimus, the one who forced me, he's the shalim. He's the shalim. <clears throat> it's a re- my, my action's a reflection of him. You know? This can happen with kids. Are kids really doing the right thing? Are they really giving us nachas? Or are they just too afraid to say no to us? Or, you know, if we just like drilled it into them like a good army sergeant, Right? Drill sergeants. We drilled it into our kids. Do the right thing. Walk in. Attention. Everyone stands to it. That's right. At ease. And everyone sits down. Oh, that's so impressive, right? So you have a lot of mini U's in the house. You don't, have, you don't have any kids. You have a lot of perfection, but that's, that's your perfection. That's just you. That's just you. Where are your kids? I see your kids. I see a lot of, I see a lot of little robots. A lot of big robots, right? There's no shleimus over there. Shleimus is when they have the ability to disobey, but you are mechanech them to do the right thing. You're mechanech them, train and teach your kids that they should make the right choice on their own. Was it Arthur? So you, you're saying that um, they have to earn it is, is what you're leading exactly. to. And if, exactly. And then it's theirs. When they earned it, it's theirs. If it was so, forced upon them, then it's mine. But how about if God gave us the 
right way all the time. And that would be, so that's exactly the breakdown. That's where everything falls apart. If God gave it to us, then it's not ours anymore. It's God's. And God is just making lots of little wind-up toys. The ones that clickety-clackety all over the place. So, oh, okay. And then it's not, and I made myself shalom, and then I can't get the... It's the, whole thing. it's the same problem as before. It's, I'm not, I didn't make myself That's right. And so then you're very distant from the Yerushalayim and, and you can't really get any Dvekas from HaKadosh Baruch Hu because it's Ben B'Shayin Aminoid. You're as distant as possible from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And there's no way to have Dvekas with HaKadosh Baruch Hu then. V'ha'makneu ba'ashrei musay v'loi hoisa ha'kavon el yoinam is kayamas and that would defeat the purpose of creation. The purpose of creation is for Hashem to be mashlam. Again, we're looking for Hashem's perspective. Hashem wants to be mashlam. The purpose can't be fulfilled. Again, huchrach sheyunach hadavr lebechirasai. Therefore, it's necessary and and critical. And huchrach, there's no two ways about this that there has to be bechira. Continuing with the building blocks, the world necessitates bechira. And there's no way around this. You can't get around this argument. Once there's a world, once there's a creation, the creation itself necessitates free will and free choice. Why, why is Ramachal emphasizing? We already um, were medaic this from the last parak. And it was clear in the last parak that this is what was going on in the last parak already, the idea of Bechir, right? We, we, we developed this in the last parak. Ramachal is now re- recapping it, reviewing it, and stressing it. It's very important for the Ramachal to, to share with us and convey to us that the world itself does not allow for predestination. Out there in the Velds, there, there, there's a big argument, a strong argument for predestination. And, and the argument has, in recent times, if anything, has only gotten stronger, not weaker. You know, they, uh, as science made more advances and more discoveries, they actually used that to further bolster and, and reinforce claims for predestination. When they discovered, in Newtonian times, that, 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 that all of the, 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 the bodies in existence could be predicted based on very simple laws of physics. They could predict the motions of everything in, in, in reality. The orbits of the, of the uh, planets around the sun, the, the moon around the earth, the stars and the heavens. They said, look, everything is pre-programmed. Everything can be predicted. Man ultimately also really can be predicted. Man's a little bit more complicated than the sun, the moon, and the stars because a lot more moving parts, a lot more moving pieces. You know, we have interests and we have desires, but the argument was if you could really just break down man into the sum total of all those factors and, 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 and then break down every situation that he's in in life to the sum total of all those factors, we're complicated situations are complicated, right? But if you were able to analyze it and compute it, according to all the factors that make up man and his drives and his interests and his passions, and all the factors that make up every situation, situation in life, you could really predict the actions of every single person, the ac- actions of every single community, and, and on a global scale, the actions of the entire <clears throat> human species for the next eight billion years, the same way you can do that with everything in the sky. You know, you can, we know when all the solar eclipses are going to be Abiyaz Gayel Tzedek. You can predict to a T, lunar eclipses, solar eclipses, all these things, because they know the laws of planetary motion. So they said, look, th- th- that's a gilui, a gilui that everything is according to be- basic laws that can be predicted. Um, <clears throat> the Ramchal is coming with a tekifus over here, with a meritus, to, to, to make it clear that that's, that's false. There's an innovation in the Bria, and that's called Bechira, 
And not only there's an innovation, a chiddush, a kodesh baruch Hu, something that he inserts the, in the world, and that's called free will. Not only it's something that kodesh baruch Hu infused into the bria, but it is necessary for the entire bria to function. Without it, the bria collapses. Without it, there's no point and purpose in the bria anymore. Those are the two points that are very important for him to make. And the second one is the one that he's, he's, he's screaming at us over here. We would not be able to fulfill the purpose of creation without Bechira. It's necessary to exist. It has to exist. Without Bechira, there's no Bria. Therefore, there must be Bechira. There must be free will. There must be free will. <clears throat> Al-Kain, uh, there's, a, there's another, there's a, there's, a, there's a, that's the philosophical problem with Bechira, that aren't I just the sum total of, you know, of, of, um, all of who I am, you know, am I going to hit the snooze button this morning? Am I going to get it out of bed this morning? Right? What am I going to do? We all know what we're going to do. Everyone knows what's going to happen, right? Am I going to be mean right now? Am I going to be nice right now? Because what's the bad? We know, deep, you know, we know what's going to happen. So that's the philosophical problem: is that Bechira, there's no Bechira's predestination can be predicted. The theological problem is, of course, the 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 age-old question between Yedi and Bechira. Hashem knows what I'm going to do. How can I have free will? Hashem knows right now. Am I going to take this coffee, take it off the lid, and throw it at somebody? Am I not going to do that? Hashem knows what I'm going to do. So there's no, what's, I'm not making any choice. Hashem knows what I'm going to do anyway. That's the theological problem with Bechira. And both of those, the Ramchal is being over here and saying, there has to be Bechira. You have these questions, Bechira and Yediyah, and the predictability. Good, they're good questions, but there's, there's, there's no questioning the fact that Bechira has to exist. Bechira has to exist. Therefore, necessarily, everything in life has to be left to our Bechira. That first of all, we have to have equal inclinations, equal preferences, predilections, and propensities to both Tzadim, and neither of them is forced upon us. And B, we have the 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 um, clarity, we have the understanding and the insight to choose either one. And we have the capabilities of acquiring either of the two options that we want. It's interesting, the Ramchal just gave us three definitions and what Bechira is, and we have to slow that down. Look at that again. We have to do the, 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 the replay over here and try to figure out what those three definitions were. This gave us three nakudas, three different points that go into Bechira. Netia, Kayach, and Kinyan. Netia, okay, that we get. Bechira means I have to have equally, I have to be equally receptive to both. Oh, so, so what? So, so, so what is that? What, what, how do we? So, let's just go through one, two, and three. I have to have in the the um, be, both have to be equally appealing, and I have to have equal receptivity to both stardom for there to be bechira. Second of all, right, in other words, that they both have to be equally appealing to push the old lady into the street, to not push the old lady into the street, right? To be both equally appealing to me. Second of all. I have to have the ability to, after I make the analysis, you know, right and wrong, say Lashon Hara, not say Lashon Hara, snarl at somebody or smile at somebody, right? 
I have to have the equal, equally, uh, be equally able to process both of those. To say, I could do this one, or I could do that one. To, um, and to be able to choose either one. And finally, Yechez Gam can be able to lick noise, Eizameim Shigirze. I have to be able to acquire, make a Kenyan on either one that I want. To be able to make a Kenyan. Um, a Kenyan on either one that I want. So, there's an, a few things that have to be spoken out over here. First of all, just uh, the Pashup Shad, what's the difference between the second and the third? Yebay Kaycha Bechir Livchar. It does have a I have the ability to choose. Um, with my own knowledge, and I have the ability to be kinda, the choosing to be kinda. What's choosing? What's being kinda? So the Ramchal is saying, this choosing of being kinda, meaning I have the ability to choose either one of these two options, and I have the ability to change myself as a result of that choice. And that's going to lead us into the second pair, into the base seven bays over here, ice bays. I have the ability to be baicher and to be kinda. So bechir is not just about choosing; it's about changing and he's going to develop that much much more in the coming paragraph but there, there are two different things what doesn't mean the ability to carry out that what? thing that's the choice the ability to carry out that I can choose it but I can't actually but if it's not possible to do it then, then I'm not that wouldn't be with you so what's choosing choosing just means um, that's what I would want to do Yeah, I hear what you want to say. The lotion of Liknois, though, Liknois in, in, in this third one makes it sound like Beicher meant more than Machshava, because Liknois is a funny lotion. If it was Machshava and Maisa, Livchor and Laasois. He says Liknois, Liknois. It's an interesting lotion, right? Liknois means I'm walking away with something. I didn't just make a decision. I, I have something after the Bechira that I didn't have before the Bechira. So Livchor, Lechor is Kailo, Machshava, and Maisa. And Liknois is, even after the choice, now I have something I didn't have before. Um, okay? So that's one point, and that's very interesting. So there are three different stages, three different elements in Bechira. There's Natiya, there's Bechira, and there's Kinyan. Okay? Very important. Three elements in Bechira. My Natiya, my, my predilection. Um, um, Preference, predilection, I have equal preferences, equal predilections. My action itself, the, the actual Bechira, I have the ability, and he says, Bedas of Echevitz. Bedas of Echevitz, I can do it through, you know, with lucidity, my own choice, I'm acting on it, and then Liknois, it somehow is, I'm walking away with something, it changed me. We'll have to elaborate on that, but then something else that has to be explained over here as well, that Rabbi Moskowitz was Moira. Part of Bechir is Netiyasa Shkula Lishneyat Stadim. I have to equal, they're both equally appealing. That's part of Bechir is they're both equally appealing. Is that really true? I was talking about struggling earlier with the snooze button. Anyone ever struggled with the snooze button before? I think everybody has. I think you're right, Arthur. I would tend to agree with you. Um, we set our alarm. We always set our alarm. We're always very ambitious the night before. Set the alarm. Ambitious, optimistic, and tomorrow morning is going to be the morning where I begin my, you know, pre-shachris seder of Babli Yushami, Mishnah Berurah, Shulchan Aruch, Navi. That's right. The tomorrow morning is when I'm going to, you know, 
Chaim Kanievsky has a nice system going on over there. Tomorrow morning is when I'm going to start doing that. You know, should be enough time. So we're 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 we were very very ambitious, very optimistic. We set that alarm clock. We wake up the next morning. First thing that we think of is is um, I don't even know how much we think, but we first reaction is not right now. Right? Now it's a great idea, but not right now. I'm saying right now I need my sleep. So so there's a you know with a boom thud. We hit the you know, the make snooze buttons nice and big, right? It was much bigger than the 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 the, uh, the right. That's right. Um, so that's it. So so both of those options are equally appealing. To go back to sleep or to get up, you know, to get up 3:30 a.m. so we can start being like Rav Chaim Kanievsky. Both options are equally appealing. Of course not. It was Rav Chaim. He just said part of Bechir is both options should be, should be equally appealing. So this is a this is a question over here what the Ramchal means and let's this not only limits to the first first element of bechira what's the second element of bechira we have the kaiyach bechira lichor v'dasu v'chefetz we have lucidity both options are equally being processed equally understandable we have das and v'chefetz in both is, is that also true when a person has a major struggle he he's thinking clearly he sees clearly he understands clearly you know the milus and chesroinus of let me, you know, let me think for, about this for a moment. Should I get really annoyed at this person and snap at them and get really angry and lose my temper? Well, if I this and this and this and this will happen, and this, this will do to my neshama, this will do to my reputation, this will do to my relationship, or I could overcome that and I could not get angry, not snarl, and control my cousin. Oh, and this would be the advantages in that, and the disadvantages in that. And, you know, let me think about it. You know what? I'm going to get angry. I mean, mapitom. Mapitom. This, this is the way it works, right? The das of What's going on over here? The Ramchal says it's part of the Chiro. Is we have the Kayach to be Baikr, but that's the Chayvitz. Both Stadim, both Stadim is Das and Chayvitz. When are we ever doing anything like this? So these are questions that, 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 are, that are, that it's funny. The Ramchal is presenting with, immediate, with an immediate definition of Bechira that seems to defy our understanding of Bechira. But I don't want to talk about that this morning. I just want to wrap up this paragraph and maybe speak out one thing, one thing, one, one big takeaway from this morning before maybe we'll get back to this issue tomorrow. The Ramchal says, that's why we have a Yetzir Tov and Yetzir Hara, in order to give us Bechira. We have the Bechira too, always, at any point in time, to be mad ourselves, to incline ourselves, to, to, to channel ourselves. We go to the good side, to the bad side, to good angel, the one on the right shoulder, the one on the left shoulder, the guy with the halo, or the guy with the horns and the pitchfork. We can always have equal opportunities to go either way, period. That's the end of Aleph. I want to just point something out in conclusion over here, Abba Yisai. Such an important Yisai for life. Ramchal gave us a definition of Bechira, and he, and, he, and he explained why Bechira is necessary. So the necessity of Bechira is in order to allow us to be matched on ourselves, to justify the Bria. Said differently, we can flip all that around, and we can give a very nice definition of Bechira. You know what it boils down to? What is Bechira, Abba Yisai? What is Bechira? Bechira is the is the is the concept. Bechira is can be thought of as the concept in creation which allows me to choose Shleimus or Chisarin. That's what Bechira is. That's what it comes down to. Bechira is what is necessary as a part of creation to allow me to be mashla myself or to be machaser myself, to choose perfection or imperfection. That's what Bechira is. 
Everybody got that? Then that's the definition of Bechira. That's the sum total of Bechira. If that's the case, that results in a corollary, which is anything which is anything which is unnecessary and 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 not connected to my shlemus, anything which is irrelevant and not connected to my shlemus, not connected to chesrinus, not connected to perfection or imperfection, is not bechira anymore. It's not called Bechira. It is not what Bechira is here for. And, and that is not Bechira. Bechira is what allows me to be mashla myself, to be machaser myself. Perfection and perfection, like Hashem or not like Hashem. Not every decision we make in life is Bechira. Not everything that we have to do in life is under the banner of Bechira. Not every choice that we make is an expression of free will. There are choices and decisions that we have to make all the time that have nothing to do with Bechira. We're still making them. We're still choosing those choices. We're still making those decisions, but that's not what I'm here for, what life is all about. There are things in life that are not relevant to Shleiwas. And, and uh, you're driving somewhere, and the GPS telling you one way, but you know this, is, this way may be better to go. You have to make a shikul at that. You know, should I listen to the GPS? Well, sometimes I listen to the GPS and actually I avoided traffic. Sometimes I listen to it and I, I drove off of a cliff. There wasn't any road over there, right? So what should I do? I don't know. You should choose. But that's not Bechiro. It is Shlemus and Chesarn. You know, they, they, they come around with, uh, you know, one of these fancy chasnas. I didn't get to eat too much last night, but I don't know if it was, last night was, I don't know if last night was one of these chasnas where they come with the menu and they ask you, do you want the steak? Do you want the chicken? And how do you want your steak done? Right? I, I, might, I didn't really, I was, did they do last night? They had those people coming around last night? They didn't. Okay. Anyway, so, um, so, but sometimes by the chasm they come around. So, what would you like? You know, they're one of these really nice chasms. I've been by chasms like that before. Those are. That's a, that's, that's a, that's a chasm you want to come to as a guest, not as a uh, host. When you're the host, you don't need any, anything. 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 Um, a little bit, maybe. But, um, so, would you like the steak? Or would you like the, 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 the fish? Or would you like the schnitzel? How would you like your steak done? Oh my gosh. You bind the kuliyamo. So many decisions to make. I'm going to use my Bechira because that's what I'm here for. Life is all about Bechira. Well, what Bechira? Medium rare, well done, not well done, charred, raw, flesh, fish. Bechira, that's Bechira, that's not Bechira. That's, that's just making choices and decisions. And sometimes it's interesting that paradoxically, it's, it's where we have the least Bechira involved is where we agonize the most. Halavai, we should agonize over, you know, self-control issues and, and, and things that are related to my avoida, the way we agonize over things that are not Bechira, right? We should make those computations and analyses. But again, it, it's so clear from this paragraph over here that there are choices we make in life that are not Bechira. Hachlata would be a good term. There's Bechira and Hachlata. Hachlata is just a choice. Choosing, you know, would you like the... the um, the, uh, you know, what kind of dessert would you like? What kind of main dish would you like? How would you like it done? That's a hachlata. That's not negay to my v'adazachayim. Of course one could argue and say, well, if there's one I really, really, really like, so Bechir would be not to choose that one. Because that makes me more like, I okay, all right. But it's not always the case. It's not always, that's not why we're agonizing. We're agonizing like, well, I like this one a lot. I like that one a lot. This one I had more recently. This one I had less recently. 
and we agonize over things that 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 are not pechira. They're hachlatas, but not pechira choices, but not expressions of our free will. So, so again, that that's just a, an axiom that results in the axiom of the Ramchal. Since pechira is all about pechira is the sum total of shleimus and chisar, making myself like Hashem and not like Hashem. There are things that come up in life which are not relevant to that, and that's therefore not a, a an extension of pechira. That's not covered by pechira. Okay, yes, thank you everyone for joining us. Question you love. So, but those still you can't predict like the sun and the moon? Or what? Those you still can't predict like the sun and the moon, or you could? Um, 